Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Evangelism, promoting Christian faith in our world. Lots of people think it's about preaching and converting, job for the professionals, but our book reviewer, Cara Martin, has found a different take on it all. Tim Chester's book, Everyday Church. Intriguing, Cara Martin. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you very much. I must say, Cara, together with quite a few of our <laughs> culture gurus, joined us for dinner last night. We had a kind of a mid-year dinner in September. <laughs> Kate's posted a photo of it up on our Open House Community Facebook page. A very, very happy time. <laughs> it was great. So this book starts out, as I said, to Tim Chester's Everyday Church it, with a confronting story. It's probably um, an everyday story in some ways, yeah. but it's uh, yeah, it's 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 a really stark reminder of how how much has changed. So Tim talks about his grandmother who went to uh, she was uh, basically just a couple of months old, and when she uh, when her parents took her to live in this village, and she grew up involved in the local church, and the local church was the centre of every activity in that village, um, and it was a thriving sort of church life and church activity. There were lots of people in the congregation. Everyone knew where it was. Um, the the minister was invited to all the local events. Yeah. Um, and then he contrasts that with what is happening now. His grandmother's now in her 90s. She's still playing the piano because there's no one else who can play. Wow. And there's only 12 in the congregation. No one's under 50. It's a dying church. Yeah. And he says this is the reality of what's happening in a lot of places. So mm. how important is it for us to be realistic about the place of church in today's society? And again, recognizing there's... There's such a wide scope of what is church, and <laughs> you know true. some of them are booming. That's true, but I think what we're we're coming to terms with is that we're actually in a post-Christian society, and that's what he's saying. That's starkly obvious. We can't assume many of the things that we might have assumed in the past about the place of Christianity, Christianity, and the recognition of Christianity in our society. Yes. Mm. So why does he say there has been this shift, and how exactly has church changed in this post-Christian culture? Well, I think that probably, in a way, the change has been a long time coming, but um, especially for a lot of Christians and churches, we've sort of not seen it coming in yeah. some ways. I mean, we could talk about modernism and postmodernism and all those sort of movements. Post-postmodernism. <laughs> yeah. And just the reality of what a individualistic and materialistic society we have, I think all these things have a part to play. But I think what's really stark about what he says is, is this contrast that Christianity and church used to be at the centre of society and now we're on the margins. We used to be the majority and now we're the minority. Uh, we used to have a privileged place and we can't assume that anymore. Yes. Uh, we used to be able to control um, how society thought about things, um, but we can't now. We have to win the opportunity to influence. Um, church used to be about maintaining the status quo. Now it's about actually going out and saying, hello, we're Christians and this is what we believe. Uh, the other thing he says, and I think this is a critical thing, he says we've, we've moved from being an institution to actually being a movement. In other words, it used to be all about the church and accepting that the church and the building and everything that it was was at the centre. But now we actually really need to see ourselves as something like the environmental movement that That's very successfully yeah. has sent its message out and communicated. And I suppose mm. those who are still in the movement are more rusted on than those of... <laughs> Of yesteryear who just kind of plod along to church because yeah, yeah. that was just the done thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I know this is a question the Bible Society, I mean, it's Live Light in 25 mm. Words campaign has been wrestling with the relevance of the Bible in that 
mm. kind of world. Well, that's what's so brilliant. He points out that where we've actually ended up is is where the New Testament is is absolutely posited. So it's it's where the new church is at. So he points to Paul's letters and Peter's letters and saying, you know, the words that these guys are saying to the church at that time is is speaking to us now sort of situation that we are no longer um, you know the familiar people in society we're actually aliens we're strangers in our own culture and so a lot of the the messages in those letters are very relevant to us now yes mm. so you have a favorite part of this book a <laughs> section that uh, that applies the gospel story to people's concern how does it work oh this is really clever um, so what they do is they they break the gospel into the four parts of it I guess uh, the creation Fall, redemption, and consummation. Now they're quite big words. So yes. creation is about God creating the world. Um, fall is about people sinning, and then redemption is about God sending Jesus, and eventually the whole world will be put right. And what he does is he turns it into conversations, everyday conversations with people. So he says, say that someone comes to you and says, look, I'm thinking of breaking up with my wife. Um, I'm leaving her because she's not prepared to see my point of view. And he then contrasts that story with what we know is the gospel story. So he says in that story, uh, this person is saying from a creation perspective, I should be in control. I should be sovereign. This person's not letting me live the way I want. Uh, whereas, of course, we're actually made to be under God's control. Yes. Um, the point of his perspective, this husband's perspective of being upset because someone's preventing him from being sovereign is actually... Uh, basically the fall, the sin, um, because we actually reject that God is sovereign. Um, the redemption is the way he's dealing with it is saying, I'll avoid people who challenge my sovereignty, so I will avoid my wife. Um, whereas God welcomes back people who ran away from him. Um, and then the ending is that this guy will end up not having his sovereignty challenged, but he will have lost his wife and he may lose lots of his friends and relationships, whereas God could actually restore him what a powerful, to a right relationship. Yeah, yeah. Powerful and practical Yeah, that's right. So what does he say about practically applying the everyday church into our lives? Well, he says that um, if we stay in our churches and locked into our communities, we won't get to know the community because the community is not coming in anymore um, so we need to go out and get to know our communities better again so he says eat with non-christians radical idea i know <laughs> <laughs> walk don't drive just see what's happening in your neighborhood yeah. be a regular go to the same places get to know people better and do hobbies and sports with non-christians I, yeah. I often say that we're people in the christian community are so trained within an inch of their life for evangelism to promote the Christian faith. They've got no time to form those genuine friendships. Absolutely. In which, in which it could actually happen yeah, naturally. It could actually happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is this book about simplifying church? Oh, it's sort of like that. But I think really what he's saying is we can't sit and wait for people to come to church because it's not something that's on people's agenda anymore. We need to go out and meet people and build those relationships that you were talking about um, because church is actually not about the building. It's actually about the people and the community that we form. And it always has been, hasn't yeah, it? That's yeah. right. Cara Martin, you're an absolute gem. Thank you so much for coming in. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.